Welcome to Different Gravy, not just another Chef of Wednesday podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Richard Miller. And please welcome to the podcast, Dr. Luke Gledall. He's a doctor, but he's also a Ledall. So he's got it all. He's smart. He's funny. He's always up for a good time. So let's give him a big round of applause. In fact, he's so good at leading that he even has his own leadership style named after him, the Gleedall method. It's a proven way to get the most out of your team and achieve your goals. And if you're looking for a leader who can get things done, Dr. Gledall is your man. So without further ado, please give it up for Dr. Luke Gledall. Thank you, Rich. I'd like to uh, stress that the, the Gladol method is um, is not is not a way of preventing pregnancy. I'll be honest. <laughs> In fact, it's, pregnancy is almost guaranteed. Um, yeah, you're much you're much safer to use the uh, the classic pull out method. <laughs> so, uh, um, full disclosure, Luke, that was my second dip into allowing an AI to write the intro to the show. Oh wow! Oh, it it's. Uh... It makes sense. It makes sense, I guess. Yeah. It was um I asked it to do a pun based intro and I kind of like was like I read it the first time, I was like, it's the sort of thing you've missed the idea of a pun here. But then I was like, Oh, they're doing like lead, gleed, lead. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I I like the idea of the Gleedall method or the Gledall method. It's, yeah. Yeah. However way you pronounce it. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> oh. Um. So, Luke, how are you feeling about the decision to record some fun uh, end of season uh, shorts on um, sunscreen on uh, po- podcasts during the playoff period? How, how's that feeling right now? Um, I feel like if you want to go with that analogy, I feel like you've gone down to the beach and it's like the day of a tsunami, you know? There's a there's currently an advert for uh, nappies which warns against poonamis, and I think this isn't just a tsunami. I think it's a poonami. And not in the good way. Sometimes you're like, poonami? Oh, all right. I didn't know uh, Ali G was back. But no, it's it's feces. It's feces. It sounds like a, a lady version of a toonami. Maybe. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, this is this is a wave, a sort of building high wave of feces smashing into you and uh killing you and all the things that you love. But it's not just one though, is it? It's it's a relentless Oh yeah. But you only know about the one wave. because you're dead. You're dead after the first one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just like legs of, of playoff games, you die after the first one. What you do is you go out on your shield and you you mess your trousers in front of everyone and then there is just no possible way of clawing things back. Um, so mm-hmm. that's it for you. Mm-hmm. Not to get too much into the... I mean, we try and sort of ward off the fact that everybody knows the score in these situations, but uh, it's really hard to do that. <laughs> We're recording... Um, Fairly hot on the heels. A bit. I mean, it is it is tempting to. Do you remember when Pitchfork reviewed that Jet album and they include the video of the monkey pissing into his mouth? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to stop us doing the podcast equivalent of that. Yeah. Um, well, I 
I think, you know, let's aim high. Let's try and do the audio equivalent of that over over a, a, a sort of period of time, which is, um, you know, more than 20 minutes, less than an hour and a half. Okay, let's go for it. <laughs> it, it. It's a shame we don't have the, I mean, there's no, there's no news and I don't, I don't know. I, I, it'd just be nice to have something else, like something else to talk about. Like maybe we'd somehow sign some Wunderkind or maybe we'd uh, announce that uh, Dominic Iolta is going to fuck off. So, <laughs> you know, maybe something like that. Is there any, um, well, I suppose there's the one little tran- little transfer link is we have been linked to May, Alfie May. Oh, they- really? Oh, interesting. So another twenty-nine-year-old who can uh, feather his feather his nest before he retires. Sure, sure. Because why? Why go young, right? Just keep keep going with just eke out knackered, that, knackered last, old runners. that last little sour bit of juice from all these old scraggly berries. That's what we do. Yep, exactly. Yeah. The, the the wine press is breaking. It's actually splintering into pieces. No, there's still more juice we can get from these berries. There's still a little bit more juice. Have you? Have you? Are you sure we haven't triggered a clause in Dominic Iopa's contract where he has to apologise to me? Or, <laughs> or Cameron Dawson actually triggered a clause to, for him to call me and say, "You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm personally sorry to you, Luke, for what I've yeah. yeah. I'm sorry for playing goalkeeper when I can't do that." <laughs> well, I mean, as a kind of off-the-cuff feature, uh, in in if, mm. if we're seeking one, have there been things in the interregnum between podcasts that you think you know you would have liked to have discussed on the podcast, but didn't uh, we didn't get the chance to? Any kind of fun uh, videos? Um, just just the fact that like I I feel there's going to be a few moments in here which just just uh, I just want to apologise if I came across as having any optimism or hubris. Yeah, about Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, you know, I mean, I guess I've really, I'm, I'm the one who's really, boy, is that pie all over my face? Boy, look at, look at how embarrassed I am. You know. <laughs> well, I think you got to the point of almost hoping that you might care or something like that. You would, you would, you were pretty, uh, you were pretty, you were doing a quite. I would have said a good job of being realistic in your expectations. I, I on the other hand, was. Uh, very much heading towards pie in the sky, uh, you know, with the hope was, that this might be some sort of procession for us, given our uh, given the the quality of the team and the fact we're nineteen points ahead of uh, Peterborough. This, um, you know, we might be waved on through, <laughs> likely like the American troops arriving in Iraq. You know, they'll be applauding us in the street. They won't. They won't fight back. Right, but like they'll actually. I mean, we thought there'd be a situation where Peterborough would actually get their entire squad and maybe their academy to just do a, a, a congratulately tunnel like line to the to the goal. The goalkeeper yes. would not be in the net. No. And they just everybody would applaud while Barry Bannon would just slowly slowly run through and dribble it to the net like a child. <laughs> you know. Maybe head it over the line, you know. Yeah, exactly, like, yes. Yeah. Get down his hands and knees and do a little head roll. Yeah. He wouldn't do it properly at first. He'd have to go back and do it again. Yes. He might pull a muscle in his neck doing yes. it. But, yeah. Yeah. But it's all right because he's got another year in his contract to uh, to nurse that neck injury. That That's good. As well. It is good to know. So, yeah. 
I think the, the one thing that stuck out to me, well, one, I, I did like, uh, I mean, it feels, part of me feels like none of these players deserve any praise whatsoever, but um, the kind of lifetime achievement award for Liam Palmer at the, uh, the, the, the player of the season awards uh, warmed, warmed the cockles of this, this here heart. Um, he's just been, it's been a joy to watch Liam Palmer blossom into the rather fabulous player that he now is. Um, Although, yeah, he couldn't help today's absolute terrible Poonami. Um, (laughs) What else? What else? I don't know. Other than that, I mean, I'm happy to, I don't think there's anything else in the interim. Just that, I guess. Did you see the picture of Will Volk singing at the uh, Player of the Season Awards? I heard about it, but I did not see. I'd love to know what he was singing. Please let us know if anybody was well how, lucky enough to be at the Player of the Season Awards. Please let us know what. Uh, do you think he would sing a crooning number, or do you think he'd sing Angels? I can I can really see him singing Angels by Robbie Williams. I was going to say now you said Robbie Williams. I think some Robbie Williams in my head. Yeah, it's hard to get. I think it probably do. I think it probably do Rock DJ or something. Oh, like Will Holt thing. That would be good. So, okay, well, in the absence of things to talk about, Luke, we're going to have to just do this. We're going to have to dive in. Uh, All right, then. We're going to say we do it, I guess, you know. Yeah. There might be some acceptance or some joy that we get from these, these sour, acrid, fetid berries, maybe. <laughs> there might be like, I don't know, you're like, you know, so how were those berries rich? And you're like, you know, number number eight had a little bit, there's a little pocket of life to it you know the rest all tasted foul and possibly gave me some uh some disease but yeah um, that eighth one loved it oh uh, i i do have a slight issue that i kind of i was a bit haphazard in my um i'm a bit out of a bit rusty in terms of uh the match review side of things so um, i was a bit haphazard in minuting my moments so some of them are just there and i'm i'm going to sort of hope that you remember them too <laughs> but, i've got a, i've got i've added a whole bunch of it you know nice oh that's a lot of notes i scroll through like i'm scrolling through a evernote of rich oh check this out rich you're going to like this so oh don't worry, folks. He's he's uh, copied in a screenshot. He's a pro. I might end up putting this on the show notes because this is something that's well worth doing. So I don't mm. think Rich can see this. But I've got a, a screenshot, basically, of... And this, this goes right at the beginning. Um, oh, if you think there's any hubris, then I, I don't think so. I don't think Luke's named the, the Evernote gravy playoff bonanza <laughs> part one. I don't... He didn't do that at all, did he, Rich? Luke didn't do that. You must be thinking of some other podcast. Somebody else, some other podcaster, yeah. Somebody else must be thinking about uh, someone else. Um, so away at Peterborough. So it basically, yeah, so a screenshot of the thing. So as we've seen, and as Rich has seen, is that we've got, you know, Mr. That's Callum out. Patterson, Pato's face. Can you can you see, Rich, what is, what oh, is tagged there? Ladies away shirts. <laughs> That's right. So as part of my notes, I will skip to that bit. Um, and I I said, well, let's let's go back for the full thing. So seeing the lineup at this stage of the season isn't bad. Nicely Gregory back on the bench. Palmer and Johnson at wing back is good. Hope Trumpy Bum has turned up for this one as he started. I still like the idea of Pato in the middle. Um, still though yet to see how much good that could do with the dilemma of Bannon Volks plus one over in the absence of gorgeous Georgie Byers. 
Speaking of Pato, but who else should I see in the star bit of eye candy in the image to accompany the team news than Columb himself, meanly sneering at us like he's in some gritty detective series? <laughs> I mean, if there is one man who looks like he has a steel or lack of soul to a niece, to unearth a grisly sex trafficking operation, then it's clearly Callum Patterson. <laughs> and as Richard said, also the SWSB Instagram put up the picture and tagged him as wearing the 2022-23 Ladies Away shirt. So if you aren't scared now, posh fans, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Detective Patterson. What did you think about the lineup, Rich? Detective Patterson didn't really play by the other the rules that other people play by. He was his own man. <laughs> With his piercing blue eyes and prematurely grey hair, he he did what he needed to do to get the job done. And if that offended other people, he couldn't care one jot. Sometimes he would wear the ladies away shirt. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the lineup. So I, I know this is going to sound like being wise after the event, but my immediate thought with the lineup was, well, well one, I hope Windass is fit enough to, to start a game because he mm. looked rusty in his little uh, moments since he's come back. And two, have we, did we completely forget that Ihekwe cannot play left-sided centre-back in a three? Do you remember when he started... Everyone was like, oh, a Hekwe's bad. And it was it wasn't a Hekwe was bad. A Hekwe was bad at left sided centre back. A Hekwe is good at right sided centre back. He's good in the middle. He's really, really not good at the left sided centre back. Because there's no brown, right? I mean, I wondered if for the sake of this, you'd wonder about just going with Brown. Yeah, I mean he he had a pretty good game at the weekend, but he's not he wasn't even on the bench. So I don't know. Him he's mm. dropped uh, was Brown. And he scored the winning goal against them at Hillsborough, which would have been another reason to kind of maybe give him a run out against them. But yeah, sure, I just... I mean, I, so, I mean hindsight is twenty twenty, but I mean, at this point, we're just... No, no, of course, of course. And, and why not? You know, but, but, know. but I do, I, I distinctly remember that, 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 that we were, you know, the, the reports were very lukewarm on Ihekwe when he was started on that left side of centre-back um, because he doesn't have a left foot and you can tell it plays on his mind. He has to get it onto his right all the time. He doesn't feel comfortable yeah. tackling on his left and that's where players are passing him. Um, his yellow card mm. was a kind of case in point of that later on because he got turned onto that left-hand side and really his only answer was to try and remove the shorts of the the little boy that ran past him. Um, <laughs> that's mm. all he could do. There's no chance he was going to get a tackle in. So that was, yeah, that was my initial, just my initial thought was, uh, that seems like a bit of a ropey choice, um, given the situation. Uh, other than that, I was fairly happy. Um, I, th- mm. I, I think Patterson can do a good job there. It's nice to, he's just a useful character to have around in terms of legs and energy and kind of general ebullience anyway. So I, I'm more often than not in favour of shoehorning him into the lineup. Um, but yeah, I don't. So yeah, I wasn't too. Uh, Hecway aside, I thought this looks all right. But I was, I was a bit sounding a note of caution on on a Hecway at left side centre back. What about yourself? I was a bit surprised. You know, I guess just because we we hadn't seen him last game round, or you know, there wasn't really a run of games for him to establish himself. I mean, it was Shrewsbury, and then oh, okay, I guess it's too soon for him. 
But then, then he was very good at Shrewsbury. He played in the played in the centre of the defence and was really, really good. Right. Because I my thought on the Shrewsbury sort of lineup was, oh, Moore has figured out that Flint is done, and given the chance now, is picking round him. But then Flint came back for the derby game and obviously started yeah, this I game know. as well. There's there's a certain level of stuff that we will never no, and we, we never really dive deep enough in no. post match. You know, I I don't know. I haven't heard the you know more being interviewed in the post match. I'm not sure who's there. I I kind of enjoy like Rob Staten at uh, Radio Sheffield as part of the Football Heaven crew, just kind of just absolutely laying into you know Darren Moore, just being like, did you is, get this is fucking this is fucking terrible, isn't it, Darren? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you know, or whatever things along those lines, and it just, it, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how. I, I think the general, there's still a little bit of me that kind of delights in just kind of how pissed sour and terrible this is, because it's the only, it's the only enjoyment I. That's can the only enjoyment it. you can get out of it. Yeah, is the is the it's just to see like, you know, I I almost expect at the end of the football. Sorry, jump ahead a little bit here. I. I kind of wanted the players to cry at the end. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to see them dejected. I wanted to just see that they've just completely just written off two legs of football in one, in one game of football. Yeah. You know, that, I suppose that is the other, uh, this is definitely much more hindsight 2020. Cause I, this wasn't my prevailing mm. feeling, but I did also think he, he's kind of picked a team to go for it. And mm. given mm. what we talked about in the last podcast, the fact that they mm. are not in on a flying high, I know those people. Who, I've read the threads on Al's talk and on Twitter. Moore's going to bottle it. He's going to play for a draw. And yeah, yeah. If ever there was a case for play a defensive side and ride out the first forty-five minutes, an hour, let them fizzle out let the crowd turn on them a bit. This was probably it. Yeah. And I no, know I, I totally agree. Yeah. I know that's wise after the event, but what we did was we played a, a fairly open attacking team against a team that loves playing open attacking. It's not our game to play open attacking football. And Darren mm. Moore picked a team and a bench to go out and sort of ra- railroad them, get a goal or two, and then, make defensive changes and the bench was full with just defensive changes because that seemed to be the plan and the fact that the world and life didn't go along with his plan he left himself with no choices because everything every substitution then was a weakening of what we had as we were trying to chase a game of football um yeah, I don't. So, do we? Should we try? I mean, I, it's in a way I'm the same. I just want to dive in and kind of di- dissect the whole thing. But do we want to try and kind of dis- have some discipline and go through the the, the content? I don't know. I mean, that's good. I mean, that's I mean that's the the nature of what we've done beforehand. You know, we are a very um, intricate, very over focused, maybe heavy handed Sheffield Wednesday podcast. You know, maybe that is what we do different. Yeah. Seems to be. I don't know if that's actually something that people enjoy, but some some people say I think small number of people uh, enjoy. So said a nice enough thing. So we're still here. We're still doing this. So. 
um a bit of a bit of fun time at the beginning i guess you know uh the posh bunny rabbits get the shit out of me yeah kind of i mean i'm glad you i'm glad you said that because the further thing i was going to note was then said rich then replies that what bunny rabbit what bunny rabbit Lee? As, as a, <laughs> and i further shit myself did you, did you see the person? You know, when the teams were coming out, there was somebody doing like a mad Morris dance or something. Did you see that? Yeah. I don't know if that's like, I don't know, it's weird though, isn't it? Because it's like, isn't it like Preston who do like the gentleman, the gentry thing where they all dress up on like the final way day, you know, not like oh, fancy yes. dress. Yeah. But they all like go and they'd all wear like top hats. And I think it, I think. You know, I, I I feel like for some reason in my head it sounds like they're in Clockwork Orange. Yes. You know, but they're not, so it's that. And I think there's a weird Peterborough. It's like because I didn't I was like looking into Peterborough because it was the Upon This Rock, which is a because it's a biblical okay. take, because it's Peter and I don't <laughs> fully understand, so I won't say anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's a number of things where I don't understand enough of the, 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 the Peterborough feel definitely one of those teams who are, you know, a lower, a lower arching team historically. Yes. You know, I mean, they've just obviously just absolutely spanked the shit out of us today. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm fully aware of that, but historically, but like enough that you're like, Oh, there's this, I don't know why, you know, Exeter, they're called yeah. the Grecians. Oh, that's strange. You know, and I never kind of do any kind of deep digging into it. I'm sure there's no, an story behind it. Yeah. But like I'm not I'm not here to be I'm not Clem from the football league. I like to be like, Exeter, that's called the Grecians because of this. You know, something like that. You know. It's not Because instead of orange slices at half time, they all have pieces of halloumi. <laughs> Better. <laughs> better. It, it means that their second half they run out of um, puff and, and, and need lots of water but it, they, it, traditions are traditions <laughs> wonderful 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 <laughs> so you so look, get it going yeah you've got some detailed notes so maybe if you lead the, the way and I, I'll, I'll chip it. I like that. I like that. I like the, you know, coming out with my trite things and then Rich comes out with something really interesting. I, <laughs> that. I like that. I like that mentality. Okay. So I said we start even, though Hekwe gets back and does a masterful slide tackle to survive Poku. Poku? Yes, that was Poku? great. On the second minute, um, I was getting the optimistic feel of like fresh promising preseason football here. Yes. From like the beginning. It's like, um, for better or for worse, that there feels the fluidity of playing at this time of year. It feels like the the kind of heat coming through from spring coming into mm. summer, you know, makes helps things just feel a bit more a bit more fluid. Yeah. Put it that yeah. way. Yeah. And yeah, everybody's warmed um, up and loose, aren't they? They're, they've they've played a lot of football at this stage. They're not they're not they know what they're about. Yeah, but they seem like kind of a weird kind of Second win. Kind of enthusiastic beginning of something, even though it felt the end season. Yeah. Maybe there is a weird feel of that because it it kind of feels like we are starting something new. Mm. Like it feels like the regular season has ended. Uh, effectively, we have. Effectively, this is... Yeah, we used to know. be a good team that won lots of football game matches and now we're a terrible team that leaks goals like this. Spineless, gutless. We, we're all moving on to but, new things. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry. Fourth minute, we saw we see Darren Moore on the sidelines looking very, very dapper in a recent black Wednesday tracksuit with a gold trim. Mm. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing artfully cropped and treated with a lens on Instagram with a pop-up note for it in the club shop. So that would be good. Though I don't know if we will. I, uh, maybe well, he's training. Maybe Jack. actually we'll have a lens of that, like he's died, like it's been an obituary. You know, maybe that's <laughs> the, the last we'll see of Darren Moore, and that's how it will be announced. We hardly knew that. all. On the sixth minute, Smith with a masterful piece of dispossession. And it was so masterful, Rich, that dispossession's not been seen since the exorcist. <laughs> um, Nicks the ball and starts running through. But it was a fairly powerless placing of the ball to give yes. Norris a chance to turn it away. Felt a bit of a leggy finish for me, I'm going to be it honest. a leggy finish. It reminded me of the chance he didn't put away against Ipswich, which maybe is the turning point of our whole season in some ways. Um, but the, I do have to say to Smith, you know, for a guy who is, whatever he is, six foot three, six foot four, he's a big boy. Uh, mm. He's really good at sneaking up on people. Uh, it's It's surprising how often he manages to sort of just pop up and, and nick the ball off folks when he is sort of a medical giant. Um, <laughs> so, you know, a slight kudos to him for that. But yeah, the finish, he was trying to do that cu- kind of curl round him into the, the far post and he didn't get a hold of it at all. <laughs> it was a very easy save for the goalkeeper mm-hmm. who, to be fair to him, was brave and sort of swept smartly off his line. He's a good keeper. They've got a good goalkeeper there, to be fair. Loan from from Burnley, apparently. Mm. I think. You, you know, enjoy enjoy you getting can, a keeper on loan from Burnley, don't we? Can loan good players from Burnley and they have a better goalkeeper than maybe you deserve in League One. Mm, weird. <laughs> shouldn't you just have clodders that have been like? And shouldn't you have a suspicious old fat man and a young boy that's well not that young anymore and not very, never been very good? Isn't that what you're supposed to do for goalkeepers, Luke? I think so. I think that's how it works. Yeah. And I believe they brought him in in January, which is another thing. You can strengthen your squad in January, not get weaker. What? Yeah. There's a there's a transfer window in January now? <laughs> yeah. And you're allowed to bring in young players, new players. You, you don't have to get weaker and older. You're smaller and older as a squad. We don't have to find Aiden Point then. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> That's it. The only player was like, we asked the Football League and said, can we sign any players? They're like, no, you can sign Aiden Flint again. <laughs> I'm like, this this feels like a... This, I don't know. It feels like you guys have got something in for it. And they're like, no, <laughs> not at all. No, he's really good. You'll like him. You'll like him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll play centre-back, but I'll, somehow I'll also be like the player you hoped Shadipo was. I'm like, oh, could be good. Yeah, you were. They were like, they were like, we've got this uh, bit of writing. It's a letter from Mark McGuinness saying he wishes he was Aiden Flint. My, I don't know whether you. I like, I like you saying sliding doors against Ipswich. By the way, Rich, because I was going to say, is it? Oh yeah, is it? You know, the with the the Smith uh, Newcastle kind of yeah. thing. Is it more? Is it less proper sliding doors and more sliding doors of the uh, the freezer at Greg's? Maybe. <laughs> if the door slides one way, you get a sausage roll. If it slides the other way, you get some sort of uh, chicken bake. 
If only I could turn back. <laughs> the beauty it's of this roll is it's perfectly shaped for your hand. Nick <laughs> is a lot more unwieldy, and you might actually need both fists, which is why I fell and broke both my wrists. Oh, can we please just interview Smith post match and just chat to <laughs> him about Bragg's? <laughs> just while we're at it, you've got I've got some of these sponges. I'm not technically allowed to sell them, but if you come round the back, you can uh you know, just say the secret word. You see, the when we marketed the vegan sausage roll, it was so masterful that we put it in an iPhone case. <laughs> Do you remember when I did that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the journalists of the Metro were beating the Willies <laughs> over that one, weren't they? Or their respective genitalia. Just the, there's a whole uh, there's a whole team at Greg's dedicated to to making uh, Piers Morgan go the right t- shade of puce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I you know generally so I'm getting to my one minute note, which is. Um, okay, I'll I'll do the kind of stupid thing here. I'm just stupid note. So you know, so Tartan contested the fair, sees Norris Croyston and Celion rushing Barry Bannon for a hot dog. Hope Barry shoves some gold pie in his face later to repay the favor. <laughs> said Luke, full of hubris and optimism. Said so, so, um, so young, optimistic, foolish Luke. Like I was quite enjoying the press. I thought the press was yeah, okay. yeah, and we were getting joy. I, I, they, you know, they were giving the ball up. At, that Smith got the ball. We had another couple of like nearly moments with with uh, nicking the nicking possession off them. I, I made a note about Windass sort of uh, getting possession after the the press and sort of getting a one on one opportunity with the defender, and that mm. drew a yellow card from it. So yeah, we were having some joy as as a result of that press, and they, they were not not particularly thriving under it yeah i mean that was my next note for the 14th minute i'll just you yeah, know i'll just i'll just knit our knit our thoughts together here please you know joshy was hauled down for a yellow the resulting free kick windus wangs one into the wall and it was really strange to watch that in replay so mason clark seemed to make the effort to head the ball mm. but seemed to get knocked back in the process <laughs> yes like he consciously like went to head the ball, and he's, he's like his brain was like, "Oh, I did that," but then afterwards his brain thought, "I've been hit in the face with the ball," <laughs> so I fell backwards. It was a strange, it was strange, very strange double moment, you know. And then he plowed the rebound wide as well. Yeah, got a hold yeah. of both of them. You know, there was some venom on both shots, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, not neither of them tested the keeper. If Eminem was watching, he'd go, Venom, Venom, Venom. He, he would. That's what he, he would, would do. He would. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy would do a bad accent. That's how much Venom that had. <laughs> such, a, such a missed opportunity for Tom Hardy to do a mad accent. You know, the man that gave us Bane, um, really, the, the indecipherable Bane, Really could have uh, could have gone for it, surely on that, rather than just scary, generic, scary voice. Mm. <laughs> you know, Rich. You know, Rich. I, like I don't think I've said this. I, I don't think I've said this at all so far. Okay. Um, I made a hubristic note. Oh. After this, and it was literally just before. Oh. The the, the first of a goal. I said, I feel like it's just a question of when we will score. I said, having a good it feeling. It's starting to feel that way. 
it was. It was looking good. You know, I, I thought we were, I thought we were the better side. I didn't think we were quite dominant, but I thought we were certainly edging it. I'd say, you know, we were sort of having that typical kind of dangerous Wednesday. Like some of our better performances this season, we've had less of the ball than the opposition, but looked very dangerous when we get it. And that was one of those where I think they probably had like 60% possession, but they were barely getting out of their half. We were pressing really well. Anytime they made it into our half, we were dealing mm. with it fairly easily. And then, yeah, we were we were looking not dangerous on the break, but we're looking like we could make chances and, and chances were going to come our way. And then, yeah, evidenced by, by winning the free kick, by the shot that Smith had had. Um, no, I think it was mm. a fair note. Obviously, it's not. It's aged badly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like everything you said. Like your, like your period as a black badly. and white minst- as part of a black and white minstrel show. It's aged badly, Luke. <laughs> it just, it just, it's too soon. I think. Yeah, I'm not soon enough. Maybe that's a problem. I was born in the wrong age to be doing such questionable behaviour. Yeah. Nineteenth minute. No idea where that came from. I didn't feel any pressure from any of the crosses. So I, I feel like they were trying, like we were pushing them out to the side. They were doing crushes. They looked terrible. They looked about as bad as the crosses we were putting in today, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, I guess, I was like, I guess it works out that way, right? But the only way something like that's going to come, because the deliveries from the, from the flank of from Peterborough were not looking particularly great. No. So I was like, I guess it makes sense that they're going to score from a real scrappy piece of defending, interrupting things. Yeah. And then just having it, you know, come out to them kind of outside the box. You know, Volks did that sloppy interception and straight to the feet of Taylor, I think it was. Yeah. Took a touch very quickly and strokes one low. That should be should be easy going for Cameron Dawson. I said meat and drink. I actually wrote meat and drink. But the thing was I said he makes a bigger meal of it as we go on to oppose to carry on with that that uh, food analogy disastrous work from Dawson it was it was woeful wasn't it I think because Volks I think uh, in the halftime breakdown Schumacher sort of said they said oh there's horrendous errors here like Windus doesn't press the ball well enough um Volks makes a terrible error and then also Dawson and I, I Schumacher sort of said I think it's unfair to say I don't know whether it's just a bit of like scouse um camaraderie but he said I think it's unfair to say that's a terrible error from Volks I think it <laughs> He's made a rushed interception. He probably should have had a shout that he didn't need to do that because I think it's two Wednesday players behind him, but he doesn't know that. But it's not by no means as he handed a goal to them. He's handed an opportunity to shoot, which it wasn't a particularly good shot. But unfortunately, yeah, Dawson is it's an it's an absolute howler from Dawson. There's no two two ways about. And I I guess all this hubris and you know pride coming before a fall. Probably would, you know, all of this comes back from, hey, with a team with 96 points, we're coming into the playoffs with rich state of form. And also on a more kind of personal player level, Cameron Dawson had possibly the best game of his Sheffield Wednesday career mm-hmm. against Derby and then <clears throat> resorts to type and, you know, yeah. fires up the Poonami, you know. Yeah. I would rather he let four in against Derby. That would have been better. Of the two, that didn't matter at yeah. all. Well, if he left four against Derby, we would be playing Derby. I mean, yeah. And then I don't know, four against Derby. Do you want to pan that out across the three, three games that it would have been? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, terrible, a terrible 
mistake. And then they've, they, you know, they've got a, they're, they're flying high from their, the fact that they qualified on the last game of the season. And now they've, they've got the, you know, the wind in their sails to an extent through no real work of their own. Like it was entirely yeah. unearned. Um, yeah. I would tend to go along with you and say that it was a matter of time before we scored. But even if you take a more neutral view, they certainly hadn't done anything to that point to to frighten us. No, no. As you say, the crosses were once we dealt with the crosses very easily because we're bigger than them, and and so it's quite a tricky job to cross when everybody's in position. It's a pretty difficult job to cross to somebody yeah. who's shorter. It kind of has to be absolutely perfect, and most crosses aren't perfect. So we would, yeah, we were dealing with that fairly easily. To that point, and that's probably one of the strong points of Aiden Flint's game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's maybe the only strong point now. Yeah, running around yeah. football pitch is not a strong point for him, but uh, yeah, winning headers is still. It's still up there. He can still put that comfortably on his CV as a as a skill. Mm, as a kind of, you know, again looking Alexi Waller, that is. Yes, yes. Um what have you got next, note wise? Twenty second minute decent break. So Teague and uh, Bannon from Windass, and then you know, Bannon then fed it through to Johnson. Johnson won a corner. Mm. Uh, the resulting corner seems to get smashed into Windass midriff in painful fashion from a gritty mm. acrobatic hit from Patton. Patton. It was going Maybe in. Maybe it was going in. It was it connected with it well. He got a lot of power behind mm. it. There was no one else there. The only person who was in the way was, was Josh Windass's Josh Windass's midriff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it just it just feels like again we're going to get onto this. It ultimately is Paul, but ultimately it feels. A lot of it feels like a lot of misfortune. Yeah, uh, huge slices of luck in their favour, and no, absolutely no luck whatsoever. Absolutely none for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's probably like over the course of the season, by and large, we've we've been good enough to overcome bad, the usual bad refereeing, and and the bad luck. You know, kind mm. of, we've we've been good enough that that didn't matter. We've been able to kind of sail above the fray a little bit, but today it just absolutely all came and you know came and bit us on it on the backside again and again and again. To the there was almost no backside left, Luke. It's like me, just no bum whatsoever, just a, an absence. You try keeping body. with absolutely no backside. It's a difficult thing. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, yeah. Windass makes a great save from a pato shot. Was my was my note on that one because it was uh, the keeper was nowhere near it. I don't think he would have even, you know, I don't think he would have even. Moved. No, he was the, the keeper was too busy planning the, the near post, right? And this is yeah. all this is all the far post. And it's a typical sort of pato generating weird amounts of power out of nowhere type finish as well. Like it's not mm. it's not a typical shot at goal, um, but it was a good one. You got you got hold of it. Good old Patterson was a one-inch oh. punch. Um, do you have anything? Patterson's my next person after that. Because the 24th minute, Patterson okay. turns into an NFL kicker and balloons one over the bar. <laughs> and, and Rich nearly gives a conversion to the end stand of the Western Home Stadium. <laughs> but Callum, this is a new build. It's already adequately spacious in this area, so you can be- as you can barely call it a suburb. There's ah. no need for a, com- a loft conversion. <laughs> Patterson doesn't care. He doesn't care. He does it anyway. He's the, he's the honey badger of loft conversions. 
as a builder, he didn't play by the rules. <laughs> I bet he would, wouldn't you? I bet you'd, I bet you'd, you'd work on one of his new builds at Western Homes, and then you'd, you know, you'd do a gritty TikTok takedown <laughs> of it, and you'd, you know, you'd take the flooring and find packing peanuts oh. or something, you know. He's made the foundations out of custard. <laughs> or maybe porridge. Or maybe, maybe porridge. Oh, it's much maybe more. Oats. He loves porridge. The Scotch so-and-so that he is. Oh, the Scotch so-and-so. Moving on. Moving. I think we've still got a few more bits to go before uh, before the next terrible. Uh, 27 minutes. <laughs> Palmer stands up across for no one. That was that was a nice little stand up cross. That was a. Did you feel the same as me that maybe Windass could have? Was he not? If were it not for him being bent over, if he was stood up, he might have been able to have a chance at jumping at it. Like it, it, I don't know. It's hard to tell. But like watching it for the third or fourth time, I was like, "Eh, feels like you maybe could have tried, Josh. I think there's some weird ones because sometimes I, I think with football I'm watching stuff and I'm like, oh, you know, you should have got that. And then yeah. Randall's like, oh no, actually, Luke, it's yes. actually there's a good there's a good ten feet between them yeah. and the ball. Yeah. But then somewhere I'm like, oh no, it looks like he was miles away from it. Yeah. And then actually, it, it was. So I felt like it was probably more of a latter one for me. Probably. I was a bit like, okay, I can kind of see why it wouldn't be there. And again, kind of slightly poor luck in that. Smith would have absolutely gobbled that up if they were in, yeah. if they were on the opposite post. Smith was closer to Palmer and Windass was on the far post unmarked. If Smith was on the far post unmarked, yeah, you'd jobs are good and you'd you'd think. But uh Yeah, I think he would have gobbled it up like a jam tart from Greg. <laughs> the secret when you're having a jammy donut is not to lick your lips. <laughs> you gotta get all the sugar. I imagine this. Michael Smith was just just a big powdery white blotch <laughs> of sugar, icing sugar right in the middle of Say hello to my little friend. Exactly. That's him and him as uh, Scarface, right? It's just got yeah, the, that's... the big mound of sugar. Much face. That's the sugar. <laughs> yeah, smudge face, as we call it. Yeah. Smudge face, that's so good. Oh, well, we've got more years of smudge face. Mm. So, so we've got a lot more smudge face to come in the future. Uh, 28th minute, we had some more good plays stroking around the Peterborough half. Uh, Johnson drifts a shot over and wide. Um, I mean, it was a shot, but I thought this was a really lovely, delicate shot, Rich. Mm. You know, drifted drifted beautifully over that, uh, yeah. you know, that angle. It, it it was close enough to that the keeper did that kind of like, Whoa! you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> that little last second scramble, that second thought. So I missed the thing from earlier, actually. It was, I think it was kind of going into but I noticed that was a really poor moment for I also where he put it out of play in his own half. But as a 29th minute, I also again struck out of play, this time in the Peterborough half. So, I mean, that's that's progression. Progress. That's progress, you know. This is what Darren Moore is doing. Better, These players are getting bad. better, inch by inch. Get the, get the optostatician on the sideline <laughs> to say that. That's better bad. That's bad, better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 34th minute, I felt at the time that Volks was a touch unlucky with a foul, but replays really show he basically went through the back of Taylor and perhaps good at the time that he avoided the yellow. Uh, I thought he was a little a little hard done by. 
little cheeky. I thought he got a little cheeky, uh, cheeky foot in there, and then absolutely went through the player. But yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe that's my 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 Wednesday tinted glasses. Mm, well, I thought the same. I was a bit like, ah, oh, because why have you, you know, why have you called it back at that stage? Surely mm. that was good. And then it was like, oh no, no, that was that was actually false. It's that when was. it's like you, your cynicism alarm goes off in those situations, though, because again, it was like a good spell of pressing, and like they'd done a. He shouldn't have got the ball, the guy that Volks closed in on, because Volks was so close to him. So it was a very convenient mm. falling over from their player. But obviously, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah maybe it was a bit too, bit too handsy, bit too physical. And yeah, fair enough. Thirty fifth minute. Wow, that's what I said. Um, Posh have lots of time and space. Ward hits one very well. Looks like it takes a big bit of backspin off the back of Marvin Johnson and somehow then spins off the underside of the bar. It's a great hit, but also a very savage deflection. Yeah. It all looks impossible and it just feels terrific, terrifically undeserved in a game that should be tight. In a season of character being tested, it comes down to another massive character test, being almost a quarter of the way through two games and being 2-0 down. The Peter Brithans chant with a hubristic shit-eating style. The whole underdog affair is playing out perfectly for them. And with some divine strokes of luck and Cameron Dawson giving a helping hand to one of them. Yes, it was one. Initially, I just it was almost, you know, you kind of have that thing where occasionally like a, a shot or a piece of play is so good that like everybody applauds. Yeah. Initially, I just, yeah. holy hell, like fair dues. He's, he smashed that. It's in off the bar. What a, what a great shot. And then, yeah, the mm. second watching, like, oh, hold on. No, no, he missed by. 20 feet but it just cannoned somehow cannoned off Johnson's back into the middle again it's slightly poor defending because we got ourselves in a good position to block the left back nearly had a shot and we got ourselves mm. in we all chased to sort of close down that shot but then it, again it's these tired old legs we don't have the energy to reset and get out to the next one we're still kind of like thinking about getting out to him by the time he hits the shot. And Johnson, unfortunately, is almost that perfect mixture of he's closed it down a bit, but he's not really closed it down. So he's a great distance away to to get a deflection off. But I did, yeah, my, my note here um, was, uh, yeah, what's jammier than a person made of jam having a jam stamp sandwich with their pet jamster? It's Peterborough <laughs> United is jammier than those things combining because yeah. it was just literally they've had two shots and one of them wasn't even on target and if one of them was straight at the goalkeeper the other one was off target and they're two nil up somehow yeah in a yeah. game where they have not looked impressive at all uh no. they've not really made any chances of their own uh <sighs> they did nothing apart from score in that half of football. Mm. I've, I've also sat on the other side of it where you go, keepers had nothing to do except for turning the ball out the back of that. Yeah, well, like you lost 3-0, so it's kind of cold comfort if that's what you're clinging on to at the end of the game. And I, I'm conscious, <laughs> you know, this that's is the, all crumbs, we have the crumbs of yeah. bitterness that I'm clinging on to, but they did naff all. Um, I mean... At half time, I don't know what was going. Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Toby mm. McEnough was like, "Oh, Wednesday are wide open. They're leaving themselves three on three too often." And I was like, "When? When did that happen? 
I don't remember them. What game are you watching? No, I don't remember that at all. Not for the first. I mean, for the second half. The, the second half, yes. everything. Uh, yeah, and, and but, the, but the first, but the first half, for the halftime mark, you cannot say that. Yes, I agree. Yeah, maybe that's my hubristic yeah. note at halftime that I'm coming to regret. But at halftime, you could <laughs> say, "Oh, Peterborough are doing this beautiful, expansive play and tearing us apart." They were. They did. They got nothing going. <laughs> it, it, it was uh yeah i just honestly i just was like what are you watching and it it's that thing because they've got something written down or they've been told by the producers what the storylines are on sky yeah they almost yeah. they come to that conclusion at halftime regardless of what what's actually happened because it's what's written down for them to say because it just pure simply didn't happen in that first half Ugh. um uh, my so my next note. I don't know if you've got anything before. My next note is the Windass, great Windass. Yeah, that's that's the same thing. Yeah, again, another. Uh, you know, feels like another moment of you know. Might have been Wednesday. Wednesday come to the um, you know lunchtime uh, lunchtime feed at school. Yes, and the dinner dinner lady says, I, "I'm sorry, we can't. We're we're fresh out of luck for Sheffield Wednesday. We've given all of it to Peterborough United." <laughs> They've had a big heaping dose, yeah. like a kind of like a desperate Dan-like pile of mashed potato with sausages akimbo yes. coming out of it. Yeah, you know, and there's there's none for Sheffield Wednesday. No, like good hands, but also by Norris. Yeah, but also like when you see it in slow motion, he's a bit fortunate. He is he's a bit fortunate to get something. It sort of passed him, yeah. and he manages to kind of yeah, kind of pull it pull it back from the jaws, but that. Again, we there's luck, and but there's also the fact that Windass has been polishing off that sort of chance all season long. Uh, just didn't happen today. Like that, that has been his his bread and butter, or pretty much all season is those sort of finishes mm. where the mm. keeper kind of goes to cover his near post and he slots it the other side. He's he's scored that goal six times this season already. Yeah. Um, but not today, not today. Um, and it is a good save, you know, it's churlish to say anything other than that, but, um, just a kind of case in point of, of what the game was, how the game was going for us really. Yeah. Great feed through from a heck. I think it was a Heckway. I think it was. Yeah. That was lovely. That was incredible. I was like, who is this? Who is this cultured (laughs) player in, uh, in center mid? I thought Backinson was on because that was (laughs) a very Backinson like. Yeah like through ball but uh no wonderful um resulting corner flint fouls you know seemed really harsh on the replay yeah but i guess at that point it wasn't really amounting to anything anyway so it was like well whatever uh 43rd minute smith fortuitously gets the ball on the right lots of options um and he rolled over it was a quite a good cross i was kind of yeah. surprised like i was surprised that he had that in him yeah so yeah stand up the cross and but windows kind of headed and fell over i think it it was a good cross but it also it was a lot for windass to do so he kind of he just kind of height for him goalkeeper kind of like yeah ended up being almost pass back level uh we we need smudge face to supply those ones (laughs) just dish it up and do similar to the hind smart ketchup advert with matt leblanc yeah where he puts the ketchup on top of the the New York building then runs down, gets a hot dog, and then yes, was it out, and then it perfectly, perfectly lands on it because it, it's not 
it's not like it's falling a few hundred feet and like gathering velocity. <laughs> the, 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 the ketchup slices his sausage in half and goes through his <laughs> chops off his hand, a bit like a bit like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But again, you know, Windass gets it on target. It's not it, it was never going to challenge the keeper, but if if it had happened in our box, Dawson would have gleefully flung it into the top corner for them. You know, it's mm. <laughs> it's an opportunity where something could have happened. He could have got a hold of it a bit better than he did, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but it just didn't happen today. Mm. Any more incidents before for half time? Uh, 45 plus one and a spell of lost concentration. Johnson lets it roll off his foot and it just seems to sum up everything that's happening. It just felt like it's, yeah. it's, it's not our day at all. We're no. going to get punished. Yeah. And then the dying minute of stoppage time, I guess the final thing I can say is like, in you know, dying minute of stoppage time where we should be mounting pressure, we end up nearly mounting pressure on ourselves and Flint nearly wrong foots Dawson on a back path. Yes. And yeah. we somehow live again from... You know, yeah. a situation when nothing happened, it almost felt like. Yeah, I mean, well, whatever comes next is, you know, Peterborough kind of some, you know, just being game set match. But I mean, if that was a goal at three 0 at half time, yeah. then to be a quarter of the way through two legs of football and just be like we're three 0 down, it's it's bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this, <laughs> I, I mean, it amazes me. I, I was sort of picking through. It's not just I'm, I'm saying I was talk again, but I've there's, I've seen this other places. But it amazes me there are still people that would like us to sign Flint. Uh, really? I just, I, just it's eyes painted on at this point, isn't it? Surely he's just so slow and ponderous, and mm. if there's any pressure on him in possession, he does really dangerous things. He puts like puts his his. I th- maybe that's it. Maybe people don't look further than, like in the Barnsley game, oh, Volks didn't deal with that pass very well. But he should never... Why is why is Flint passing to him when four players are around him? Like, he, but he does that all the time. He drops his, his fellow players in it and then we're left scrambling. And it's, there, it's the other players that look bad because they're given the ball in a situation they never should have been given it to, to get the ball given to them because he's panicked, because he doesn't think well under pressure. Yeah. And uh, the, the, uh, it really annoys me when, again, I know it's just what's written on their paper, but, oh, Aidan Flint, he's a real threat in their box. Is he? I've no, I've seen no evidence of this. In no, fact, it's, the it's, opposite. He is one of the best defenders for the opposition team uh, in their box going because he wins the header and he nods it comfortably back to the goalie or completely off target. He's yeah. terrible in the opposition box. It's, it, it feels like, again, it's that narrative of like almost like the aging striker who hasn't done it for a long time, but, oh, they've still got it. And that's the yeah. side thing. It's like he's, he is the Jordan Rhodes of goal-scoring defenders. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's what he does. If he'd scored, it'd be like, it's what he does. And I was like, he is, he, I don't think, is he, he scored once this season. He did score once, yeah. Yeah. What was but the it's been, it's, Cheltenham when we like pulled it back from 2-0 to make it 2-2? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's just like, it's it's been a long time since, like, Aiden Flint, who was at Bristol City. Yeah. Was he a Peterborough before that? 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But there was a point as well, you know, when um, Volks took his free kick in the first half, he almost went to stand in front of the goalkeeper and I was like, I remember Aidan Flynn. Yeah, he used to do things like that that were annoying and helpful. Mm. He didn't do it. He gave up. He went back and stood in the crowd of players. He didn't do what he did against us for Cardiff. Um, I wish I wish he was as dangerous in the opposition's box to them as he is in our box to us. If it's not in the air, he is he's an accident waiting to happen. Mm. He looked so cumbersome. This second half, oh my goodness. He just looked so slow and off the pace. Never have I felt I mean well, we'll get there. We'll get there. But the the third goal when we get there, oh I don't know what he's doing. I honestly have no idea what, what was in his head as a professional. So half time almost feels like a, a time to kind of Yeah, okay. You know, it felt like a time to make notes. It felt like a time to think about things. Mm. It felt like a time to think that like there are other things in life I could be doing with my time and <laughs> all these things. And it was just like, yeah. I just said, so first half, I said, I never thought the playoffs were ever fair, but, but going away to Peterborough seems to be the worst way to start the whole thing. Yeah. I said, I hope the players can at least score one in the second half and restore some faith. Big 45 required here. As the second half started, I wonder what others' expectations were of a Wednesday night. Rich? What, what, what were your expectations going to the second half? Because I almost felt like... I, well, I thought we were hard done by. I thought we'd been we, we'd uh, been the better team slightly, but somehow we're 2-0 behind. And yeah, you know, I think it was, I thought it was a realistic thing going into the second half that we, we might, let's get a goal. Let's see how it goes. Maybe we could get it back to 2-2, but maybe it's 2-1 and that's not a terrible result to take back to Hillsborough, particularly because it a manager that has an inclination to be pragmatic more often than not in Darren Moore, having to having to play to win at home in the second leg, not maybe not the worst option. So th- yeah. that's the things that I was churlishly thinking in my silly, youthful little mind at halftime. Were you on the similar bench? Same thing, yeah. I, I thought it's like, it's, it's you know, if we score a goal, then things change at 2-0, like it's bad. But like, if we make it two one, then that's a far more, it's a far better angle to take going into the second leg. Mm, and I just, I just, I never even dreamed or thought for a second a that we'd be in this position. No, like I thought it would be. I don't know. I think people were saying like I remember seeing like, <clears throat> you know, I saw this guy who was a a, a YouTuber and it came up on the algorithm again. And he's a Oxford United fan, so he was giving his like first like predictions. And he said like a score draw, like a one all, you mm-hmm. know, which is a very conservative football estimate to give. Yes. The only thing I thought was weird about that was he's like, Oh yeah, Peter will have all the possession. And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, No, that's actually kind of how it went. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I thought we would probably concede, but I thought we would score. And uh they keep possession. There's lots of teams in League One, and I think the Championship as well, to be fair. They do a lot of vanity possession. Like, it, it's achieving nothing. Like, possession is meant to be, we keep the ball, we keep it moving quickly so that we can make gaps happen and you can... Yeah. You, you, more often than not, teams in our division don't get that second bit of the plan. It's just like, we keep the ball. That's what we do. We play it out from the back. We play nice football, and actually, what they do is they potter around at the back, 
and then go long, or they lose the ball pottering around at the back more often than not. And that's Peterborough yeah. just looked to me like like 12 or 15 other teams in League One who pass it around at the back for their own amusement. It's like a guitar. It's an overlong guitar solo. It's it's onerous uh, or onanism, you know, like it's just diddling yourself in public, really. There's no real aim to it. There's no magic or, yeah, <laughs> grand plan. It's just possession for the sake of possession. Um, but we, yeah, we just made it that every time they got over the halfway line, pretty much they scored. Most of their possession is probably between the back four and maybe one or two midfielders. Yeah. And then second half, I mean, I I don't know. I, I was having moments of just being like, oh, fuck's sake, I just can't believe this is the case. Because, I mean, like Peterborough started the second half brighter than we did. I mean, they had two kind of quick, like yeah. the, 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 more, the most promising attacking I think they've done. Yeah. And their two goals to the, the good. Yeah. You know? um, Ward ballooned one over. It was like he couldn't, you know, couldn't. Couldn't spawn hey, another one in. Yeah, couldn't 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 pick out uh, Johnson expertly pick out Johnson's shoulder blade this time to 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 cannon it in on and you know the cross wide a bit later and then I guess the next moment is like forty uh, seventh minute you know we get a free kick as Baron uh, I thought it was Bannon was poleaxed in the middle of the park yeah. kind of pushing into their half and then we get another is that was Johnson getting a bit of needle a bit of elbow yeah. just outside the box. Yeah. Bannon with one in to the back post. Uh, Hecway got up well, but just couldn't get it on target. It, uh, it was a good, it was a really good free kick from Bannon. Maybe, maybe his last good free kick. Um, uh, and yeah, Hecway, you've got. I think he's got to do better there, really. Yeah, because it was pretty much a free header. I know he kind of ended up colliding with the player, but the, the player was not challenging for the ball at all. Um, but we went pretty much straight from. The next, the, the 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 from that to uh, conceding. Yeah, um, in notes where I said very eloquently and and, and completely maturely, I said, "Fuck <laughs> me, it couldn't get any worse, but it does." Awful. Um, break from nowhere. Flint interrupts. You know, had like a very kind of sloppy kind of interception. Yeah, they came again, and I mean, I, I this is the funny thing. You know, we said about you know you were saying about Mackinac on Sky Sports. I didn't have. You know, I just had the the one anonymous commentator yeah. on on my feed here in Canada, um, and Mason Clark. You know, yeah, you know, he would say that, but it's like now you can say that because we're really going for it because mm-hmm. we really need to score a goal. Yeah, and we really got absolutely stitched up. And I, <clears throat> and if I'd say is like this is this is the only goal I think. I mean, it's bad defending from us. It's unfortunate, but this is the only one of the ones where I'm like. This is actually a good goal. Yes, from Peterborough. I mean, the, the goals like this look so much better than mm-hmm. they probably are. But like Mason Clark was on the left, he put in a really great cross, such a yeah. cross. Yeah, Poku completely unmarked, and did that wonderful thing, which I think always looks so good when someone heads the ball and they kind of like jump up a little. Yes, and then head it downwards. Yes, and I think that with like um, Dawson just being completely completely out of position for something yeah. like that. Just look wonderful. You know, it's a really, really great header. Good goal for them. Great break. Heartbreaking for us. 3-0. It's, yeah. I didn't think they would have another goal in them. From this. No, but yeah, it's a good break. It's a good... So it kind of... Palmer was in possession in the box and got 
is pocket picked, and we just looked completely shocked that that happened at all. Bannon sort of made the lunge for it and missed, and then I can't remember which player it was. There, there was a player, a midfield player, broke really well. Um, might have been Taylor, I think. Whoever it was, just had a real good turn of pace because it meant that Volks couldn't even get close enough to foul. Because boy, does does Will Volks love fouling people in that situation? He would have hoiked him down in a second if he could get near him. But he he just put peeled away from the two of them. Um, his through ball was blocked by Flint, which was fairly good. Although he he just handed yeah. Well, Bannon, who did Bannon nearly tackle at the beginning before the Flint interception? Yeah, yeah. that's the situation where the player sort of pulled away from yeah because Bannon committed and didn't get the ball, and that meant he was he was a sort of non-entity in the defensive realm of things as well. Um, And then yeah, just to play the ball up the flank and nobody really marking him. Uh, Poku Hekwe went with his man, followed him in. Flint is just jogging into the box. I think he gets to the penalty spot and is sort of just watches it happen. Um, he did not, right. Hekwe was pretty mad he didn't pick up Poku because it's clearly what he should have done. Um, but uh, well, could he have? I don't even know if whether he could have got there. Do you, did you feel like again, this might be a kind of optical illusion from watching it 17 times, but. <laughs> the header seemed to go like at Dawson. <laughs> like, uh, did, did it feel a little bit like Dawson maybe should have done better again at this one? And I'm, I'm, I know it's hard, possibly, possibly. Um, <clears throat> but like he headed it. Poku's sort of in line with the far post, and instead of heading it straight in, he heads it back towards the middle of the goal where Dawson is sort of scrambling across. Yeah. But I mean, the thing I think the thing you're forgetting, Rich, is that Dawson's probably one of the really best uh, physical physical comedy actors of our time. Uh, you know, it really is. It really is like the you know the second coming of, of Lee Evans as a goalkeeper. Uh, really. And he's got the the patented Wednesday starfish in his DNA at this point. He does. He does indeed. If he ever ha- produces a spawn, they will be able to do it from the womb. The uh, the Wednesday starfish. They just do the ultrasound, and the babies like give them all. Oh look, it's a little, it's a goalkeeper. <laughs> he's kicking. Are you sure? Are you sure he's not just starfishing? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I feel, I feel four points. You know, not just not just his legs kicking at my womb, but also his hands. <laughs> at the same time, not 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 alternating. It's all at the same time. He's sometimes starfishing, and sometimes he's. He's kicking, uh, kicking my bladder, but somehow I know that it's going out of play. I don't know how I do that. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just know that the angle is wrong. I can. I, can I just t- wish you. I wish. Wish you'd kick, kick my bladder to some. <laughs> I wish you'd have some good distribution on kicking my bladder. <laughs> uh, I feel like a better baby might kick my bladder straight. straight. <laughs> But this baby is definitely kicking it straight out of play. I, I knew I should have had the uh, Bailey Steed instead of uh, <laughs> Cameron. Whilst he was here online. Seize the moment. <laughs> um, what's uh, what's next on Luke's docket? Um, well, I thought we were going to see Gregory coming on at the 52nd minute. Yeah. And his face mask. But then I think there was a bit of, I don't know what the delay was when they decided against it. I think, so he only came on the 58, 58th minute. Uh, 53rd minute, Flint fouls, gets the yellow. 
54. Have we had, have we seen the quickest double set of yellow cards for Wednesday this yes, season? Yeah. Johnson just tugs at poker in frustration at getting absolutely toasted. It was a resulting free kick almost gives Clark Harris the goal, but he heads over. Mm. Wasn't that a heck quick? Seventh minute. Was it a heck quick? I thought it was Johnson. Yeah, uh, he almost pulled his shorts off. I saw. I saw. Uh, I saw some. That's it, yeah. I saw some. Uh, I saw a bit of cheek look. Maybe yeah, that's the game. Cheeky. Cheeky, cheeky some, fell. Some ass. 57th minute, an offside stops the posh fans are laying. Embarrassing isn't the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then finally, 58th minute, Gregory comes on for Patterson. Um, so, starting uh, another theme. So, not only is the starting lineup questionable, um, every sub bad? Was every, do you think every sub was bad? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. I think I think I think because it was a weird thing to say like oh we're we're trying to go for it we're trying to bring as you should because losing a first leg of football away from home four nil is uh it's uh it's not just one nail in the coffin it's it's all of the nails yeah in the coffin you know uh, yeah I think well, or three nil at the time I should say you know not four nil it wasn't four nil then it wasn't four nil yet those first two subs uh abysmal. I really like Callum Patterson his legs, Callum Patterson his effort, Callum Patterson is a goal threat, Callum Patterson can play pretty much anywhere. So why did we take him off? I don't I don't I'm I not see, I can see the idea of it, but I just I don't think it was very good, you know. It's it's desperate, whatever you do. I, I was surprised to see Adoniran come on a bit later. You were what? Sorry. That was a weird one. I was surprised to see Adoniran come on. Especially for Smith. Yeah. We took Smith off and then suddenly started hoofing it long, which Smith is better at than Gregory. It was just so maddening. Mm. I mean, the luck was against us, but also the decisions were terrible. Also, was Adnirin's first touch offside? I don't know. Was that his only touch? Because he did. (laughs) Bugger all. I oh, had more dear. impact on the game writing my notes than Nadaniran did. Being well, on the gravy fly effect, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 63rd minute, Bannon plays a free kick into the crowd. 64th minute, yeah. anonymous commentator on my feed giving me some sad lol as Dawson picks up the ball from an attack and he comments that he managed to do that this time, unlike for the first goal. <laughs> That my comment on that Bannon free kick was uh, a really poor Bannon free kick drifts straight out of play. He's really not a man for big occasions, sadly, uh, because I do feel like this is another in a long line of um, our captain doesn't turn up when it really, really matters, which is a bit of a shame. I do like him very much, but didn't do anything particularly good today. One good mm. free kick, I think. And he mm-hmm. really knew, or somebody on the coaching staff knew that his his free kicks weren't working because I think Volks took all the rest after that, and they were better. Um, so the next, I'm thing interested to hear the 69th minute. I'm interested to hear what happens here from you. Um, so that was a free kick. Palmer was fouled. Yeah, um, it was put in. It was cleared, and then it was smashed in. And my question is, does Edwards, uh, does Edwards handball? And my answer is, if we have the HBAR, then yes. If we don't, then no. No, it isn't. It's one for me. I know players claim for stuff all the time. 
I think even if the ref didn't see it, he probably should have felt that it was quite clear. I don't think there was anybody on Peterborough, like kind of, there was no dissenting voices. I think they knew he'd handballed it. And I think the players all saw that he handballed it. I, I, the ref basically said, I didn't see it, so I can't say. He didn't yeah. say it wasn't a handball. And frankly, that's not good enough. Really? And also, I mean, the, it's not the linesman to see or call anything accurately as we can get yeah. onto a bit, a bit later in the game, which I'll get onto. I, um, I, I will say that I was impressed by that uh, Ronnie, I've called him Ronnie Hot Dogs there, um, but he's... Ronnie Hot Dogs. Ronnie Edwards. Ronnie Edwards. Ronnie Edwards. Good. That's a good defender. That that guy, that chap there. And he's like 20. Uh, that's a good uh, company name, Rich. I think he'd, I think he'd do well in your uh, lock stop game. <laughs> with smudge face. <laughs> Ronnie Hot Dogs. Ronnie Hot Dogs. Ronnie Hot Dogs. Yeah, 20 years, 20 years old. Woo! And then the resulting corner, Peterborough, clear almost off the line. Yeah. Um, Heck, we got, it goes close in another scramble. Um, we had a nice, another nice hung... Volks, those little crosses were lovely. That, like, hang up to the back post seemed to... Was was gravy, really. We, uh, mm. we, we really made hay out of three of those in a row. Because obviously was doing something the keeper kind of thought he could come for it and then gave up every time. So it, was, it, it kind of, there must be some deception in there. Plus, I also liked the fact he kept having a little cheeky look to see if he could squeeze it in at the near post. Like he did that on, on two, both the free kicks. He like made sure that the goalkeeper saw him like lining oh. it up, which I presume yeah. means the goalkeeper kind of edges to cover his base a little bit. We've probably got another year of World Box, haven't we, Rich? Yeah, I said uh, I said uh, a nicely hung cross from Big Willie Volks, which is on uh, on how you can uh, hang a ball, but you can also uh, be well hung if you're someone like Big Willie Volks. I get it. <laughs> is that where we almost scored? After then, we almost scored a scrappy goal, so we put a free kick in. The header was cleared off the line. Hmm. Because I think previously in the comments, like, oh, they cleared off the line for the previous one, and it's like you watch it back, and it's like. There needs to be a new language around. Yes, it's past the goalkeeper, but the two defenders. Yeah, right? yeah, you know, yeah. it's not it's not off the line. It's a post goalkeeper clearance, and maybe. that's where yeah. And at that point, their keeper did the classic Stockdale thing. He came. Oh, I'm injured. For the second time in short order, he came down with a ruptured opposition momentum and a strained bit of time wasting. Yeah. Um, I think that was when he was down because I said more looks in sense on the sidelines. Uh, Norris, on the other hand, it looks like he's been attended to by the physio staff as though he's, um, what is it called? Where you know you go to this class where you practice giving birth. <laughs> what are those called? Is it is it prenatal, antenatal? Pre must be <laughs> antenatal. Uh, yeah, they look like because the one was behind him, like kind of uh, almost like holding his business, <laughs> like breathe in, breathe in, <laughs> big push, big push. I have to confess, I did exclaim to my sister, uh, we were watching the game together. I said, I hope he's dead this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only excuse he can have if he's actually physically dead, dead, dead. Even, the then, even then, we should double check. <laughs> Mm. Did you on your? I'm sure we got the same feed. Um, so Chan series pictures huffing a new handkerchief. Yeah. Now, Rich, I recently watched, and I would like to recommend a video which was put up on the algorithm, which was uh, people 
People magazines, YouTube, uh, interviewing Kevin Smith. And I didn't realize that Kevin Smith has actually been for a recent, a, as he put it, a break from reality. And he went to a mental health asylum. All right. So it's him talking about mental health. And he talks about the 54321 thing. Okay. Which isn't, it's enough to do with Dusty Bin. Um, <laughs> or not like a five, five, uh, the band thing. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those things to kind of ground you in the moment. So it's like there are um, five things okay. I can see. Four things I can touch, three things, you know. Okay. So I wondered if, like, Chan Theory was doing the same thing just with handkerchief. Like, there are five bits of his handkerchief I can see. Maybe. You know, four bits of the handkerchief I can touch, three bits I, I can was... smell. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a bit of bands, like, oh, Peterborough's smelly, isn't it? <laughs> Tim and Paxow having a little laugh to themselves. Posh, posh poo. Because <laughs> uh, of the Poon Army, uh, Mr. Chantry. Nudging, nudge, packs out nudging him and going, uh, Oliver Norburn is turning 30. Uh, maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> Prime age for a Wednesday bid. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Look at Johnson Clark Harris, he's too young at 28. <laughs> oh, speaking of which. Oh, I've done it. 4 now. Awful. Dawson pulls off a wonder save from the first thing, and Clark Harris is, and Clark Harris is offside from the first call. He's offside. The camera's like it's the AR offside, but it's an offside. Mm. He's offside from the first ball in. Oh, uh, I just didn't. It like was offside, that. right? I don't know. It was offside. <laughs> I just we were slow to. We didn't put any pressure on the cross. Aiden Flint looks like he's messed himself trying to go out and press the second cross. Mm. It's funny, Dawson does really great work on that first first save. What's that, sorry? I just said Dawson does great work. It was really great work on that first first save. And you need then your your defenders to go and clear the ball for you. But when your defender is, whatever, 38 years old and looks like he's carrying every iota of it in his heavy, heavy legs... You don't get any. You don't clear the ball. You just watch the nimble young things run round your feet and cross it past you. <laughs> Old Father Time at the back. Your 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 flaxen locks are fooling no one, Aiden. You you are as old as time itself. Um, I don't know what Iorfa was doing either. He just completely went to sleep. Yeah. Palmer sort of made a last ditch effort, but. Shocking, shockingly easy goal for them to score. Dawson, Dawson made put the biggest twat ever. Uh, did he do a star jump? I feel like he did a star jump. I feel like he did a star jump, Luke. Oh, he did. Okay, I wonder whether it was like one of those those cases of like how people go back in time and then like fill in memories that didn't happen. You know, like the human <laughs> no, pretty, memory is not. Pretty sure we got thing. Did he do this? At least a partial. It's gonna be a thing. We've got to have it in like. I, I need to have it in like sensible soccer. I need to have like goalkeepers doing it. So they're like, we need animations when a goalkeeper's just completely fucking out of out of, out of the loop. What do you think you'd do? Would you mash all the buttons at once, or do you mash the shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a real. That's a real mash RB. The shoulder buttons. A real. Yeah. RT LT. Yeah. Maybe maybe all of them. Yeah, all four shoulder mash. buttons at once. Gives mash you the bumpers and triggers. Our fishes. Yeah. Go do it at the same time. Like like that kid in the womb. Do it at the same time. <laughs> uh, uh. And uh but the great news is Luke, we went and had a spell of pressure, we got a goal, 
and we're feeling good about the second leg. Oh, no, wait, we nearly conceded a first. Yeah, yeah. I just said, I said, I get to the point of turning off commentary for sheer annoyance. I just went and watched the rest in silence. I know when things are really bad and I'm really annoyed. That's what yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, James comes on for a heckway. Uh, the remaining X minutes are allowed in silence. The iFollow app quietly popped up to tell me that it was 4-0, which was good because when that happened, it was actually at the point when Peterborough were on the break to nearly get a fifth. Right. This je- I said my final note is sentence says, this genuinely feels like a relegation, this game. Mm-hmm. So it's half time in the tie, but it doesn't feel like it, does it? No, no, it doesn't feel like there's any point, really. I texted my brother and said, oh, are you still going? What's that? Because he just got tickets today, I think. <laughs> oh, dear. I was like, you're still going? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. I'm going uh, to go as well. I've taken, uh, taken the afternoon off work to go across. Oh, fair enough. Oh. <laughs> I just, uh, we almost did the same with the commentary. In fact, uh, Suze did implore me to, to, to hit mute, but I... I, I chuckled as if it was a silly suggestion. But, um, I mean, I, I am, we talked about pessimism and positivity, and I'm I'm an avowed pessimist. My, my sort of working uh, prognosis or whatever, my working sort of way of things with Wednesday is set your bar as low as possible, and then you're either right or you're pleasantly surprised. And even mm. in my dark pessimistic heart, I couldn't have couldn't have imagined the match that we had this evening. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely devastating. What yeah, we- it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it's something that could be real. But like if you think about it, and I'm like, no, I, I guess it's totally popular possible that like you know through Sue Sue run of bad performance or good luck or devastating Peterborough performance, then we could be just be completely dismantled. And that's what happened. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, we, we, we won't talk about next season yet because, you know, it's not over. And uh, the fat lady is sort of very much warmed up and ready to roll. Um, mm. she's, she's dangerously close to being overly warm. Um, she's, 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 she's sort of grabbing the cut, the collar of her opera, opera dress and, uh, <laughs> and waggling it back and forth to try and fan herself slightly because, uh, yeah, she, she's 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 well and truly warmed up at this point. But I I would say that she started doing the throat clearing that Taylor Swift does at the beginning of Reputation album. Mm, she's doing scales in the back. Oh, I. Wednesday are going to stay in League One. Wednesday are staying in League One. Like that, she's doing. We've had the most successful season in Wednesday's history. Yes, and we we've, we've just managed to fuck it up at the exact right times, you know. Record breakingly good season for nothing. <laughs> Dropping a huge deuce in the playoffs. Um, yeah. So, well, it's hard to. Mm. Uh, there's not positives, are there, to pick from this? Really? Um, no. What would you do if you're Mister Darren Moore? What What's your team? For, for leg two, just do the same again and just time to go for it. I guess you know it's it it you know I I feel like we'll I don't know I don't even know if we're going to score any goals now you know 
I, I was thinking we might, we probably, my prediction, my this is uh, my, and and maybe I'll be proven to be a ridiculous uh, optimist for this. My prediction is we win 1-0. Like, it's not, we don't even get close. Like, there's no point in the game where we think realistically this could happen. Uh, we win 1-0. We probably score at around the hour mark. It, it's just a complete non-event. Uh, yeah. I was going to say 2-0. Myself, yeah, I thought that was, yeah. that was my thought of being like, you know, we'll go for it and it won't be enough. It'll be like 2-0 or something. My, it'll take us a while to get that goal, I think. Yeah. I agree with you. My best case scenario is we get three back and then lose. we, we lose a goal. Like, so it ends up being 5-3. Yeah. That's my best three, yeah. case scenario. Um, so even in that, it's horrible and we fail. So that's good. That's fun going into a game thinking like, all the ducks in a row, we get all the luck this time. We still get absolutely crapped on. Yeah. Uh, I'd be tempted to watch it. What's that? You don't want to watch it? I don't want to watch it. Watch it. No. no. I just want to just, I, the fact that we're doing this means that, oh, I've got to do another one. I mean, I don't have to, but like, I don't know. I think if we've learned anything about myself through doing this podcast, it's just how much of a completionist I am. <laughs> so I know I'm going to do it. <laughs> It, it might I'd, rather, be, I'd rather just yeah. I'd rather just put flash score on and do something else. Yeah. Turn the alarm on for turn the notifications on for flash score and just see us get pummeled again at home or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'd love to see Flynn dropped and maybe I offer dropped. Go for two at the back. Uh four well, four at the back. Two in the central midfield, the central defence, you know what I mean? So like Maybe we should like do the inverted pyramid. You know, like go back to really how it used to, you know, just really go for it. Do like one, two, three, four. Well, essentially, I'll be going four, two, four is my. Maybe, 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 maybe Aiden Flint's a great wing half. Maybe. I don't know. Do you know where I, I don't even know what that, I don't even know what that means. Great position for him. He could sit up with me in the stand. Yeah. yeah. Right, Aiden. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll have a talk about your. Uh... Go get me a pie, you fucking useless twat. <laughs> Go use some of that Stoke City money to get me a when, big old pie, you dickhead. He's been released, hasn't he? So, um, oh, is that official? Is that what they've yeah. done? They've said he's released. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't make me feel any better about the fact that we have him and he's doing crap for us. But the fact that, like, well, what are his parent club doing? Well, they basically said they don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like having a dog that you know. It's like having an abandoned dog. And then he's a nightmare. I think that's it. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you were looking after. You said you agreed to look after the dog for a few weeks. Yeah. Well, uh, the people, the people who you borrowed him from, who like they've actually died. So they're actually <laughs> yours now, and they don't have any relatives. In fact, actually, no. They they signed up a will to say the dog is yours. <laughs> Can I give them to a local shop? No, all the shelters have all burned down this weekend. <laughs> It's a tragedy, but you're here. This is your this is your dog now. It's your dog. It's your dog. Am I legally entitled to look? Yes, yes, you are. You are legally entitled to look after this dog. Okay. <laughs> oh, I kind of go to the judge and says that he like you know he's attacked my children. No, no, that won't cover. No, I've actually passed the law to say that. That's, <laughs> that's fine. This dog's allowed to attack your children. Attack. <laughs> It's like what that happened with the Queen's Corgis. Like, they're, 
that dog is above the law now. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> add, add the Queen Corgi defense. I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh well, there we go. Do we, we? We did it. We've often had occasions where we feel better after talking it through. I don't know that I do today, to be honest. <laughs> but maybe that's just it's such a raw. I had, I had moments. I, I think I was genuinely just being like, "That's it," and I can stop thinking about something else. But now I feel like I'm lingering on it a bit. So I think there's been a bit of catharsis. But then we've dwelled. But then as soon as I had a bit of catharsis, then the the overarching, overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of it. Being awful is just terrible. The the uh, my my. I never thought this would happen. No, no, not at all. Okay, well, let's wrap things up. Um, I, given the circumstances, Luke, still a pleasure to to talk to you. Yeah, uh, good, yeah. To right. share in your company. Um, uh, to wallow together in this particular bath of of poo. Um. But I'll, uh, I'll I'll bid you adieu and say uh, you know look after yourself and have a nice remainder of your weekend. You've got you've got some uh, you've got a fairly active uh, weekend planned. Yeah, so right now I'm in Lethbridge of all places, and actually I'm recording this. It's actually a funny story. I almost did at the beginning, I guess, but we're so so overwhelmed by how how crap Wednesday were. Yeah, and the whole situation was. Uh, I'm in a I'm staying in a wacky little Airbnb, which is like a geodome. It's kind of fun. Um, it's all kind of enclosed um, in like a 10 foot kind of dome. It's a, it's a project this gentleman I'm uh, renting it from for Airbnb has done, which is kind of fun. And the reason I'm in Lethbridge is because I'm at a disc golf tournament. Mm. So I'm doing a massive, massive disc golf tournament. So I'm going to play three rounds over two days. So yeah, I'm going to probably hurt myself, probably going to suck, um, probably going to do really badly. My putting is probably going to go to crap. Um, but it will be yeah. better than the start of your weekend. So there you go. But it'll be better than Wednesday. So exactly. There you go. Well, best of luck. Thanks, man. Um, and uh, yeah, folks at home, uh, look after yourselves. And we will, for better or worse, we will talk again after the home leg. Um, <laughs> I would say it couldn't get worse, but I nearly said that at half time. I was really carefully, I, w- I sent a very carefully worded text to you, Luke, that was saying, that first half went about as badly as it could have gone because I didn't want to say yeah things couldn't get much worse because I was I did write down that it couldn't get worse in my notes so the gravy fly effect is unfortunately the gravy effect. fly effect yes but yeah so I won't say it can't it couldn't get much worse because I am well aware we could uh, we could absolutely stink up the place at Hillsborough too uh, but uh, fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed, lightning does that particular uh, bolt of lightning doesn't strike twice, and we we maybe turn in a performance that's at least vaguely uh, remind reminds us of the team that finished the season with ninety six points. But who knows? I won't hold my breath. Yeah, there we go. Cheerio. Cheerio.